Can't get enough, Mummy Dearest? Double your content by subscribing to our Patreon. Subscriptions as low as $1 a month, because Zach and I are two cheap little hussies and we'll take what we can get. Now, on to the show! Welcome to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, a podcast where we used to talk about the mummy, but now we talk about other movies too. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, where we unwrap pop culture from the 90s, 2000s, and today. I'm Zach Mellon. I'm Sloan Steele. Why did you say it like that? I don't know. I had to take a little breathy breath. Pop culture? Pop culture. Today we're doing the movie In and Out, which I actually think I just realized I've never seen. I was going to ask you, like, is this a movie that people have seen? I've watched it a million times, but like, have I? I remember like it being in my, I don't know, like I remember a VHS copy of it being in my home. I think my mom like borrowed it when it like from someone, like an aunt or something. And it was just in our house and I never watched it. I didn't know what it was about. Well, I think it was like on TV. I do now, and I think it's, like, way ahead of its time. This was, like, major HBO vibes. Like, they no, were you're right. on, and like, I, all the time. I'm so happy it was only 90 minutes. You know, I just realized for our gay month, a movie we should do that I feel like is very niche, but I feel like the content would be, like, out of bounds is Exit to Eden. I don't even think I've seen that. It's a movie where Rosie O'Donnell is Rosie O'Donnell and Dan Aykroyd go undercover at like a Jamaican S&M resort. And they're like FBI agents. It's like quite a thing to behold. We haven't done any lesbian. I know. That's why I feel like we need to give. So next week we'll be doing blue. Blue is the warmest color. (laughs) (laughs) Because really lesbians love that movie. Oh god, that movie is a problem. This movie was ahead of its time, but also like way problematic. And also you should come out at work after doing something very problematic and then have them fire you, but then try to pin it on you being gay. This will be used as evidence in court, just FYI. I work in retail in the middle of Providence, Rhode Island. The entire staff is gay. I know, but if you do something like, if you like, you mean like if I do something wrong, then proclaim that I'm gay, like steal a bunch of shit and be like, I can't help it, I'm gay. And then everyone at work will be like, I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm a lesbian. That was weird, that scene. I know. So we'll get to that. So okay. this movie was released September 19th, 1997. So it is a Libra. Okay. Yeah. Or is it a Virgo? It's a Virgo. September 19th. It's a cusp. It's a Virgo cusp. It's like about to be a Libra. That um, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, So the budget was 35 mil. The worldwide gross was 63.8 million. So it like almost doubled. Not quite, not quite almost, but the director was Frank Oz, which. Yeah. Okay. Right. uh, Just. Buckle up because I'm going to tell if you guys don't know who Frank I know Sloan knows who this like is, you do know who he is you but do because ready but you do he is the voice of Yoda Grover Cookie Monster Miss Piggy Fozzie Bear he directed 2007's Death at a Funeral Stepford Wives Bowfinger Indian in the Cupboard Little Shop of Horrors The Dark Crystal like so many more movies I just like I, la- I like Labyrinth he didn't do Labyrinth, but I think the Dark Crystal is the last. Oh, well, he probably did a lot of voicing and puppetry for the Labyrinth. I feel like, I don't know. You know, I've never seen Labyrinth. I think that's so weird. I don't, my best friend, like, like one of me. my all-time best friends is obsessed with that movie. And I, I've never really been into it at all. But because she's in my life, that movie has been in my life. I feel like I need to watch that. And I'm, I've never seen Never Ending we- Story. Okay, so one week we'll do that and never ending story. I like don't want to, but I will. I think that you, they're also 80s movies, so they don't really go into Ugh. our like vibe. So I know. See, like honestly, there's something about 80s movies that I can't stomach sometimes. The 80s can just like miss me, like just miss me with the I 80s. Know. Like, nothing I mean, I, happened. It's like there are some movies, like I I mean, you know that you and I have a there's a place in our heart right now we don't necessarily like 
feel the same way as we used to, but like Indiana Jones movies, like I know, I don't, it just they don't hit anymore. They, I think I know, they just they hit because that was different. all that's all there was at my grandparents' house. I know it was literally so, better like westerns. Anyway, Frank Oz. Anyway, so Frank Oz is just like literally every voice you've ever heard. He's directed like a lot of movies that you've seen and loved. It's yeah, he has like a really good way of making things like heart heartfelt. Yeah, this movie gives you like very cozy vibes. It gives like Nancy Myers vibes. Yeah, it's like the vibe is very impeccable. It's like I think Albert Brooks movies have very cozy vibes, like Mother mm-hmm. and Muse, like. I got yeah. that kind of vibe from this movie too. Like just like, my first note is right off the bat, the nineties feel good movie <clears throat> music, like the music oh my right God. away, right away. It's like very swelling. And then it's like, it's like lots of pastoral scenes. And then it's like people like high fiving and like the teacher, like, Hey, go get them slugger. Like it was like big father of the bride opening scene vibes for me. Um, Kevin Klein was 50 what yeah 50 years old 50 years old Joan Cusack was 35 (laughs) okay now it's hard to see yourself now no I'm not ready hot rail me all night Tom Selleck 52 (laughs) <laughs> i have i have literally i've always my whole Ooh. life thought that tom Selleck was disgusting what's wrong with you until i saw this movie just hours ago literally tom Selleck is like so sexy without his mustache he's 10 points above ever like you, i know very you daddy his, yeah, oh my god mustache. anyway matt dylan was 33 okay sexy sexy debbie reynolds was 65 She's so um, great. Our sweet boy Sean Hattesey that we have that we he's have been in like other him, movies. Yeah. Been, he's, he was 22. Alexandra Holden was 20. And where was Selma Blair? She was in the background of multiple scenes, but like not being used. No speaking. Okay. She was 25. Cause I like I wrote this down before I watched the movie and I was and then the whole movie, I was like, where is she? She was like literally in the corner of like multiple scenes. Cause I kept being okay. like, that's Selma Blair. Is that Selma? Um, how old was Sh- uh, Shalom Harlow? I have I don't know who that is. She's the model. Oh, I don't know. I didn't. I only do names that I know them, like I can recognize them. I can't believe you like don't know Shalom Shalom Harlow. Literally, never heard of any of my life. Okay, well, she's a supermodel. So, but what I want to talk about first is the booze in the locker room. I think we need to do a big. Yeah. There's, a, there's a big like trope. There's a big 90s trope about kids being friends with their teachers. And we see this in Clueless where, like, they go to the wedding of the yeah, teacher. Yeah, it's it's not kosh. I don't know, like, I know that you had some, like, boundary issues with some teachers. And I know that oh, yeah. a lot of people that I went to high school with had some boundary issues with teachers. I never had. I mean... I had boundary issues with one teacher in the sense that he was 22 years old and I was 18 and we would like joke around. Like we, we would sit at gym and just per- like we were friends. Yeah. But not any, nothing sexual happened or like inappropriate. So no, I mean, I think when you have a coach, like neither one of us did sports, right? You didn't do sports. Per- I did tennis for literally like 30 seconds. Yeah, no, I mean like a coach that's been with you for like four years of practice. I think that's probably a little bit different of a relationship. Like I was in, I did a lot of electives like theater and journalism and stuff. So like I would have to be at school I watched like a lot of movies. Yeah. So like I did have like personal relationships with, with teachers that like were very much just like mentorships. And they were yeah. like, like a Kevin Klein sort of situation. No, but I like love that because I know that if I were a teacher, I would have boundary yeah. issues, like be like out of control. Like I would have kids like living in my house. That's what I'm If a kid was like, oh, I had a fight with my mom. I'd be like, well, you don't need her. You can live with me. I'd be like, you absolutely don't have to take that. Like I'm adopting you where are the papers. This is Matilda. I'm Miss Liter- Honey. Li- no, like literally. So like, that's why I could never be a teacher. So no, I know I get how it can happen. And I understand like when you're a senior in high school and like your teacher is someone who graduated two months ago, like those were never 
I always gravitated towards like the old mamas. Of course. Yeah. I give me a long red acrylic. Give me like a tap, tap, tappy on an old oh, tappy keyboard. I've, I've spoken to you about, <laughs> I've, I've described, I described a teacher on this podcast once and you were so grossed out by her. And my yeah. sister texted me immediately upon listening to the episode. And she was, and she was like, I know that you were talking about Mrs. And then I'm not going to say her name, but, and my sister like knew immediately That's who so I was cute. talking about. Like she was just this, I'll, I'll describe her again really quick. Thin, rail thin, bony fingers, long nails, pristine red nails, smoked, little barrel chest. Um, The barrel chest is what got me. Always in high heels, short, short skirts, dry, well done hair though. Like dry hair, but. Yeah, you said she was like Linda Hamilton and Dante's Peak. Barrel barrel chest. It's a barrel, it's a very tan barrel chest. Is it the chest where it's like there's a lot of chest, but there's no boob, no cleavage? It's just a chest. Yes, there is a there is an A to B cup right underneath the the top line of the shell of the of the shell, the silk shell. Like a bird. It's like a bird's chest. Correct. There's no cleavage, it's just boob. And then a big bony and then a big bony decolletage. Yeah, but it, you wouldn't even necessarily call it a duck. It's like not no. sexy. It's just like no, no, no. very sun spotted. No. Very sun spotted, and yeah. she had beautiful auburn, dry, crispy hair. But it was always very well maintained. It was always blown out and very well placed. I love like a crispy red head, where there's no sheen at all. It's just like it looks like it's like like red straw. Yes, that's exactly what it was. I love that. Yeah. Like a scarecrow's head. <laughs> and she just like didn't have time to like teach us. She would like tell us what was on. She'd write notes, read the notes, and then be like, and and like if you don't get that, I don't know what I mean. I don't know what else to do. She's like I you. wrote it on the board and I don't really like that's what's gonna I'm gonna test you on it. Either you that's, can yeah. memorize it or not. So anyway, that's, that's a teacher I'll never forget. I did. Yeah. So anyway, I did have a teacher. I'm not going to say this story because I think she could get in trouble. So I'm not going to. Okay. Yeah. Let's not get anybody in trouble unless I'll tell you offline. You can DM me if you want to know, but it's not that big of a deal. Um, Are you talking to me or the listeners? The listeners. I'll tell you about it later. Um, um, right. Uh, so the booze yeah like that was a big trope like having just like champagne and like beer in the locker room was weird so when they said like they said something about like you're gonna get drunk or whatever and then the kids like start showering him with stuff but I was looking closely because I was like whoa red flag and it looked like it was a soft drink so I don't know if they were like the kids were joking or what but like that was like being covered in sugary syrupy coke if I like ever got like a bucket of anything dumped on my head, I would be like the most mad you've ever seen me. I would be. So and that's because as, as people who are, have doughy self-conscious bodies. Oh yeah. I can't the idea, wet. The idea of your clothes clinging to you in public is like madness. I'm the person that gets out and like the t-shirt is like. <laughs> I have to like fluff my t-shirt out. So people yeah, cannot. And walk don't perceive my shape. Oh yeah. No, don't, per- <laughs> don't perceive my shape. Imagine it's like it's just grimace shaped. I love that people wear t- who wear t-shirts into the ocean think like you can't like no one's gonna know what your body looks like. It's like a t-shirt. kid it's wearing like- sunglasses, like they can't see me. It's like I'm drawing more like okay. The other day when I was in Montana and they were giving speeches and I was trying to like very like very carefully creep through the room so no one would see me but instead of just like standing up and walking I like crouched over so I was like I was the only thing you would notice because I was like doing like a dinosaur walk through the entire like hall yeah and like all I needed to do was just like stand up and just Just walk walk, just walk normal but in my head I was like this is a better option because I'm lower because subconsciously you want everyone to look at you no, I really didn't want anybody to look at me. I, I know what you're saying. And I would you don't think subconsciously you wanted to be like the funny girl in the room who was like dinosaur no. walking. No, I didn't. I was really okay. trying to like, it was during a speech. So I was trying to just like oh, get okay. from point A to point B. 
as like non seen as possible, but it was just not. You were like, watch out, everybody. <laughs> I, I was quiet. I was like very quietly doing it and like making a face. And so by the time I got to where I was going, the brother of the bride was like, why did you walk like that? And I said, I didn't want people to like, I didn't want to interrupt. And he was like, but you should have just walked. And I was like, yes, I realized that now it looked very now stupid. I now I, next like, time burr, I know. Burr, burr, burr. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> um, anyway. I really want to discuss the 90s bridal shop decor. Okay. I have, doilies. Note, I have a note about this. Everything in this movie, all the clothes that the women wore, like you could wear them now. But the one thing that hasn't gone retro back to this time period is bridal fashion. Why? You're absolutely right, Sloan. Isn't that weird? 90s fashion is like, I know, but you know what? I think the thing is, is like, and this can go for any decade. It's not actually what we wore. Like, it's like, they're saying like 90s fashion is in, this is in, whatever. But like. But like what Shalom, what the model was wearing is like what all the cool it girls wear. She looked like she looked like so Bieber. No, I know. It just depends on like, yes, you're right. But like the things that like we were wearing, and like, yes, there's like altered versions of them that girls and boys are wearing now. But ultimately, like if you take a picture of me in the year 2000, it's obviously I'm wearing baggy jeans and dad sneakers and like a ribbed like sweater but like it's not what people are wearing now everything i'm wearing to a bat mitzvah is what is what the gen z girls are wearing out to no yeah now. so like, like that fucking bananas so like that stuff i think like the four like the cocktail Formal. attire yeah like Co- that stuff cocktail is, attire is 100 percent back to yeah the 90s Y2K. cocktail atti- y2k yeah but like, why isn't bridal fashion also like? I mean, sleeves like are kind of. I feel like I see a lot yeah. of sleeves. I don't see like puffy sleeves. I mean, you didn't see me at at my friend's wedding then because it was my Bridgerton dress. It was tough. anyway. That was a really good point, Sloan. Thank you so um, much. I think another point we need to harp back to which we've been harping on a lot of episodes is like the diet culture oh my god this was like a very triggering situation not only did we we mention trigger warning bulimia we mentioned disordered eating disordered eating we mentioned richard simmons like it's (laughs) did we ever find him no okay cool no so if for any of you who don't know Richard Simmons was like a big gay 90s aerobics instructor who was really big in the 90s like for it was the same crowd as like the Jenny Craig crowd yeah he just did like dancer one eight hundred ninety seven Jenny wow that just like sent me back to a dark place <laughs> Oof. Jenny Craig the Jenny Craig of it all. Yo mama so fat. She got Jenny Craig on speed dial. Oh my God. Yo mama jokes. Yo mama so fat. She, I don't know. It was like literally if anyone's, I don't think anyone, every time we say, if anyone's listening, who doesn't know this, I don't think we have any of those listeners. I think all of our listeners can't are like possibly, can't possibly be somebody. But if we have any listening. listeners, if we have any Gen Z listeners, like, just the know yo, yo mama, mama jokes. The yo mama so fat jokes or your yo mama so stupid are like, we're so, imagine just like walking around like severely insulting someone's mother, like on the regular. Zach, I had a book. I had a book of yo mama insults that I would like consult. I would like be on the toilet and I'd like flip through and like practice them. But why can't I think of one right now? There was something about you didn't have the book. like yo mama so fat. It's it was and they were all like slightly racist. It was like all of it was course. really bad, you guys. It was just like very, very, very bad stuff. We don't need to do, do a whole yo mama joke section. It's okay. They understand what a yo mama joke is. Ooh, Maybe anyway, the diet culture in this movie was like really crazy. It was like weirder than the gay stuff, I felt like. It was way weirder. And it was just like I the gay stuff was being shoved down our throats in a good way. Yeah. Like I mean, we were being the way that they were acting about like homosexuality is the way we act about it now. Yeah. It like didn't feel weird at all. And we fire people. And we fire people. I mean, literally the way that this movie handled homosexuality is the exact nothing has changed. I mean, other than in the sense that like 
I do think things are different with like the younger generations. Like if they have a gay teacher, I feel like they wouldn't cover their, like cover their bodies with towels when they walk in. Like, no, but like the gay teachers are also like much, I mean, if they choose it, teachers are allowed to be more themselves now versus how they would have been back in the day where it's like, yeah, you might have had a gay teacher, but it's not like, you know, they didn't show up wearing like, a cock ring with a pride flag on it, which like, I think they're allowed to do now. I mean, the amount of teachers that I, female teachers that I had with buzz cuts and a braid, a single braid. Oh God. I mean, the amount of lesbians that taught me is unparalleled. We had an openly gay teacher who, a health teacher, and she taught like sex ed all the time. And she would always yell to us, sex can we masturbate. And I was like, way ahead of you. Never had a lesbian teacher before. Maybe oh, things would be different for me. The music teacher in elementary school had a buzz cut with a single br- teeny tiny skinny braid from like the back a shy roof kind of look. Skinnier. And she would always have decorative beads on it based on the time of year or holiday. That's like what I used to do with my rubber bands on my braces. Me too. Yeah. So embarrassing. But like so cute for Hanukkah. My cousin was getting Blue braces and, and she was like, what color should I get? And I was like, uh, it was like last summer and I was like red, white and blue. It's almost 4th of July. But then like, I forgot that we don't like America. Because <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like, that in the summer when I was like 12 years old, I was getting red, white and blue elastic something um, bracelet. imagine if we had been like socially conscious and had like ukraine going on think about our our, our brace colors are that. you kidding me if lives like, if i had braces when live strong was going on my whole mouth would be yellow it would be like just it would actually just say live strong on it <laughs> if i told you like i so badly want a tooth gem i don't know what is wrong with me sloan you have to stop smoking pot i know i just think they look so cool like why? Uh, okay, we ha- now we have to move on because we've entered a dark place. Isn't that but weird? I like really want a tooth gem. How about popcorn in the nineties? Like they were all getting popcorn ready to watch the Oscars, and it was Zach, like I eat popcorn like every single day. It's like my no, like food. I still love popcorn. I eat it a lot, but like popcorn, like it's like no, Zach, I'm, you know, I have popcorn no, bowls. No, I know. Me too. I get it. I'm just saying. I don't know why, but like popcorn no, is know, a like, thing. You're, no, you're right, though. It, it still is a thing. It just felt more prominent, I guess, when I was a kid. Well, like when I was little, like it was like a big event because my mom and my grandma both would pop it like on the stovetop. Well, we and had a so, thing where you would like a cranky. Yeah. And it would just like, it's like, it's like you can't hear a thing while you're making, like while you're spinning the pot, like cranking the I popcorn. always loved going to someone's house and they had the big popcorn machine. Didn't taste good, but it was just like a fun event. Or like some of my friends would have like movie theaters in their house and they would have like candy displays, like the candy counter, like set up. I just like love, I mean, like, yeah, it's just like going to the movies and just like getting, seeing the the popcorn pop out of the thing at the movies is just like so, it's like such a vibe. I had popcorn last week before I found out I was carrying a deadly virus. Movie theater popcorn, when you got it like a small, like for yourself, (laughs) it just hits like so nice. Oh my, except the, I got that like two days ago, but it was so salty. My mouth was on fire. Oh, I hate when it's so salty. It hurts your mouth. It hurt. I hate that. Not fun. But yeah, yeah I no, I know okay. what you're saying about pop. Popcorn was definitely like a thing in the nineties. Like it was very much a vibe, a popcorn. I vibe. just always, ha- I just feel like we always had multiple, we had a, we had a bottle of kernels to do on the stove. We had boxes of like pop secret. It's like so we had, much. It was like no matter what, we were ready for popcorn. Like I put toppings on my popcorn. I put I like see, we never did anything like that. Oh my god, my mom always does seasoned salt. What I do is sazon completa, which has a little bit of MSG in it, so it like tastes extra good. I like love cooking mm-hmm. with MSG. I always cook with MSG. Okay, so that's just on me. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. Um, I mean, we already talked about it briefly, but Selick without a mustache. I mean. I mean, yeah, he was really fucking sexy. Selick and Klein making out. I would have liked to see like, not like Tom. the, com- not the comedy kiss, but like a really intense, like. I know because it doesn't matter who kisses me like that. I would be, I would kiss anybody like that. Like that's like literally yeah, that's like nothing. not. 
Yeah. Like that wouldn't give me a boner. That wouldn't change my sexuality. Like that's literally nothing. I want one of those kisses where like you can't even focus on the kiss because you're like so overwhelmed with passion. You're just like, Like no one else is in the room. Like no one else is in the world. See, like even I know my heart just like fluttered. I know. It's such a good feeling. Um, Sorry, I just had to go. Now, into something that was really like unrealistic about this movie, <laughs> yeah, was that during the Oscars they showed a preview of the movie that they were nominated. <laughs> Forty-five minutes. It was the whole movie. It was the whole. <laughs> I wrote that down too. I said I miss when the Oscars would just play the whole movie. <laughs> Like what? And then read the rest of the novel. And then yeah, like it was so. <laughs> <laughs> it was the whole film. It was very Tropic Thunder. It was very. It funny. was. I um, mean, I would I watch that it. movie. Yeah, like is that the theme of a few good men? I'd have never seen that movie. I don't think there's a gay military movie that exists. There's not. I think that if Pearl Harbor were made now, they would have been gay. I think they were gay in that movie. That would have really changed my life. <laughs> Mine too. Could you imagine if like 25-year-old Ben Affleck just leaned in to kiss a dying Josh Hartnett? No, I would have loved to see it though. <sighs> I would um, kind of like to have sex with Ben Affleck. Is that okay? Yeah, I think that's very okay. I think he I think that he think he knows how to like throw it down. Well, he has a huge dick. That's what I just think he knows what he's doing i don't i just got a vibe i I don't think j-lo would be with him otherwise yeah j-lo's like not gonna put up with like bad dick lackluster dick no 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 no. 100 no no j-lo's not doing lackluster dick there's no chance to a a beefy guy is always gonna know how that's what i'm I'm saying see this is people are always making fun of me like because i love kevin james and i want him to rail me and all that stuff but i think kevin james and ben affleck are like a little different but like i think (laughs) Are they though? I I mean I think it in in his heart I think Ben Affleck is a fat so I think if he weren't yeah, he's a big in the limelight I think he would have a beer gut and he would be Ugh. a fat baby like a little fat baby hairy baby. Well, he loves like subs. That's what I'm saying. Beers. He's drinking. He's drinking like heavy cream in his coffee. He's drinking beer. He's smoking. He's mm. eating subs from his local Boston pizza place. Like. Pizza place subs are so fucking disgusting. Let's just get it straight. You're literally talking to someone who loves a pizza place sub. I am gonna end. You got a chicken. You got a chicken cutlet. Oh, I hate. I hate pizza places that are like and an Italian grinder and subs. Eight eighty kinds of subs. You get three meats. You get oil. You get peppers. You get. Listen, you're speaking to somebody who had to order. I know you don't know what it is, but I ordered Jimmy John's the other day when I was sick at an Italian. I literally have never Jimmy. heard of Jimmy. That John's. is so crazy. Do they just not have them up there? It's no, just a we sandwich shop. We don't. But something that's been popping up around town has been a place called Jersey Mike's. It's the same thing. It's disgusting. Yeah. I was, my dad was disgusting. like, let's go to Jersey Mike's. And I was like, this is disgusting. Did you eat it though? Yeah. I never will again, though. But like, have you been to a Jersey Mike's? I've only had wet ones on a boat, so I don't know. <laughs> you know, I really I don't. Like, you know, I mean, honestly, like, I would rather go to like D'Angelo's. I don't know what D'Angelo's is. Like D'Angelo, the singer's house. Oh, you don't have a D'Angelo's. You don't have D'Angelo's like sub shops. No, I think that's our Jimmy John's. D'Angelo's is like if Domino's had. If Domino's was a sub shop and had no pizza. <laughs> yeah, that's Jimmy John's. <laughs> okay, yeah. And at Jimmy John's, there's a big light up neon sign at every Jimmy John's that says free smells. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you can smell a D'Angelo's from like a mile away. The farts you have after you eat a Jimmy John's is also the free smells that they're talking about, I believe. Okay, well, some okay. A line that I, I want to... A line that I loved <laughs> from this was, I need beauty and some place cards before I die. It's like oh heroin. Oh my God. You really are Debbie Reynolds in this movie. I'm That's Debbie like, Reynolds in a lot of movies. This one in particular, though. Yeah. No, this I mean, very... she was like, I don't care if you're gay, blue. She was like, I just She's need like, a I just wedding. want a wedding. When she was like, I don't wedding. understand. Why didn't he want a wedding? 
I also love the line, because he likes dick, Carl. <laughs> There's some really funny lines in this movie. Funny lines in this movie. Uh, there are a couple, like, like a couple chuckles. A couple chuckles. Yeah, bits. when she, I, like, wasn't paying attention when that line happened. And, like, when she he's did. like, why, what are you talking, she was like, he was like, why are we talking about him? And she was like, he likes dick, Carl. So good. I was like, oh, whoa, that was a good line. Ooh, she's at the I love keyword. A, she's like the sassy. You know what she was? She moved to New York City right out of high school, couldn't hack it, moved back to Indiana. Gotta go back. And was, but she's still the cool girl in town because she's always that city girl. She'll always go back to New York. She I'm lives go there. Back so she talks about it. And she's like, I'm going to go back. It's just like, I'm kind of getting my like, life Oh, are you going? Right You're going? Okay. You got, there's a place on 16th, West 16th. You will be like, it's not there anymore. Like 20 years after she came home, she's still like, oh, you've got to go to. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's not like there. Yeah. Anytime someone says that they're going to London, I tell them to go to the one restaurant that I went to. Like it's so <laughs> embarrassing. Like it's like I was there for You're four like, get days. a cheeky Nando's. I, I literally was there for four days and I'm like, oh, you've gotta go to <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. But like I respect that. You're like the girl that goes abroad for a summer and comes back uh, with an accent. Uh and a boyfriend that like no one will ever see or George George from. Glass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, like every girl that came back from abroad with like would like start cutting her t-shirt so it was like a V-neck and had like a rope necklace and was just like smoking like um what were those called cloves and so it was just like a vibe. A group of students and I spent 15 days in Italy and all the boys came back wearing tight bootcut jeans. Like <sighs> And it was 2003. Like no one had like bootcut jeans then. You guys were doing it before anybody was doing it. Whiskered bootcut diesel jeans right from the Italian streets. Not whiskered. Oh God. (laughs) Oh God. If you guys don't know what that means, it's like, you do know what it means. It's like those like white feathery lines in the crotch. Right in the thigh, the top oh, thigh. Like so aggressive and white for what? For what? I, I, Sloan. I don't know what you were doing with jeans. We were getting so crazy with jeans back in the day. We were doing things. Ed Hardy. I mean, it was like true religion. Ed Hardy. I mean, like if your if your jean didn't have an. Actually, I'm getting ahead of myself because the Ed Hardy true religion thing was like 2007, 2008. My God, true religion jeans. The pocket was like four stories long. Lit- it was like a foot long. It was a foot long. It didn't long. even start on your ass. It started no, below. The, yeah, it started in the middle of your ass cheek. And it went down to like your kneecap. Like <laughs> It was so <laughs> weird. What were we, And like the contrast stitching. What did we think we were huge. up to? And it was those swerve. Remember the original ones? The, the seam went into the front of your leg. I remember. I remember the days. OCD was really set off with those things. I never, never did a pair of true religions. Like even I was I had like, one this pair. isn't it. Oh my God. I was given them for free from Nordstrom when I worked there. I went very classic when that started happening. I was, I remember seeking out a brand called um, Earl jeans. I think that's what they're called. Earl jeans. Okay. And they were just like very back to basics, like almost like, like a straight leg boot cut. No, like, I agree. I think for my I went crazy weird. jeans and I like, but I remember this really attractive older girl who like was very, she, she was very wealthy. She just, she seemed like she was like the guru. And she said, you, all you should be wearing are plain t-shirts with just like nondescript denim and ever since then, I was like, that's all I'm wearing. And I all I wore was like seven jeans that had a very light squiggle on the back. Yeah. Joe's jeans, just like one be little baby line. That's fine. Yeah, it was Is great. There, like, I did have diesel jeans. That's okay. I think everybody kind of didn't couldn't escape those. Is there like a piece of advice or like I guess that that girl is an example of this, but like a comment or an offhanded remark that someone has made to you that has become just part of your like absolute life. I went like a hundred percent. I just like, can't think of it. Like, I know that there are so many, like, I'm such a self-conscious person that there have been little teeny things that people have said to me that like, I will never forget. Yeah. And I'll never, 
remember them now. My friend Steph said, if a pant has belt loops, you have to wear a belt. I never do that, but she's right. I I will always wear a belt with belt looped pants. I never do. And I I'm always like, yeah, I don't look put together. And it's because I don't have a belt, but I can't find a belt that agrees with me. I like think I've never women's belts are I think women's belts are tough because I think the majority of are made so skinny. And they're made for like cinching. It's not made for like use. Like yeah. men's belts are made to actually keep your pants in like the right spot. I'm just going to get, but my friend Becky the other night had Use one of those, calls. like, I can't, you don't understand. I mean, the Hollister, like huge, thick white belts that just sat on your hips. That's the thing. I think I've been too traumatized by belts yeah. to like be able to like emotionally put myself back in a belt. So right after that, right after, <sighs> sorry when we like spiral into like fashion, fashion guys, but like right after the belts were just sitting on girls' hips with long tanks and like bell-bottom jeans, it went right into skinny jeans with long tanks, but it was a thick belt right up, right below the breast line. It was such a good look. It really let people know Poofing that hair. you put two bobby pins. You here, let me do it for you. You take two bobby pins. You put your bangs back like this. Yeah. Yep. And then you just scrunch it up a little Pin bit. And straight, destroy dry hair. Just like your hair is stick straight. Stick straight, dry as fuck. The back is wavy, but the front pieces oh, are obviously. straight. <laughs> then you've got a then you've got an express satin polyester blouse on oh my God. and a thick elastic belt that clips in the front. Remember, everything was business casual. No it was where you were, yeah, you were going to a meeting at your local pet shop or something like this. <laughs> I don't know why our parents were like, let's let's make these kids dress in like chevron stripes and business jackets. It was crazy. Anyway, okay, I'm sorry. Wow. Back to this gay movie. Um I will say we really made progress like in terms of like the way we treat gay people. Uh, yeah, we don't like kill them anymore. Well, we tried the other we night. We don't, no, but we I mean, don't. it really, I don't know. Maybe I just like, I think like up here thing, I don't like up here. Things are like very chill. I have, n- I have not noticed a gay person and been like, wow, that's a gay person in, I don't know, a hundred years. Like I, it, that doesn't yeah, like it's no, it's like very in up here in New England, it's very living amongst each other. Like it's not I I will say this though. Like I live in a city where there's a lot of gay black men and a lot of um gay black trans people and I'm always like so impressed at very like outwardly trans or outwardly gay like presenting people. Because I'm like, damn, like that's scary to be a minority. It's very scary. And like be that, like that takes, to me, that takes like so much courage. Are you kidding me? It's like a million times braver than like a white Chad who. Oh my God. I was just talking about this with, so Juan, my, my, one of my best friends, Juan, his boyfriend, Jack is this very tall white, I was going to say white straight man, white gay man. super tall, like comes from a good family. Like he is the most white man you could ever white man. He just happens to be gay. And so I was talking to him about like being gay in this day and age. And like, cause he just entered like the workplace and he's like, he's still in law school, but he started working on a law firm and we were talking about like their pride events. And I was like, Oh, are you, are, were you like one of their like gay hires? Like they have to fill like the gay quota. And he was like a hundred percent. He's like, and he's like, the thing is, it's like, it's not, I'm not even like an exciting gay hire. Like I'm still like a white guy. So I'm like the safest, I'm like the safest gay person they could ever Absolutely, hire. Yeah. And it's just like so crazy to me that that really, it's like, it's fine now. Just be gay, do crime. It really is fine. Like you guys can all be gay. Like it's okay. It's fine. It's like everyone's gay now. I know. But this is what we were talking about in the last episode is like, this is what the Republicans and what the school board at Kevin Klein school was scared of is like being influenced. So that's why did you, I don't think I did not know. I did not know this. And I don't know if you remembered this, but like this movie is like really on trend. No. 
I mean, in terms of like the don't say gay thing, like the, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah I mean like yeah. not being able to allow children to see drag Queens. Like this is very on trend right now. Like this is what is happening. I, I don't like, it's really funny to me because like Rex is very aware of drag Queens and um, he always just thinks like they're really funny. He thinks it's like very funny that, and like, he doesn't like think it's weird, you know, that a man would dress like a woman. He's just like, that's no, funny. It's like, it's just very like, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, my friends are raising like my, I have two straight friends. Like, I mean, oh, my I'm best so friend is, I know, I know. But I mean, I have a friend who's married and a straight relationship and like, they have a progress flag, like front flying in the front of their house and their daughter always asks questions about it. And it's just weird to like, I really can't wait to see what kids of millennials are going to be like, like, yeah, there's never been a generation where it's been so accepted as it is now. Yeah. I mean, Rex goes to a school where there's a lot of they, thems that teach. There's people of, I mean, all colors. What do they call a they, them teacher? Every teacher goes by the first name. Oh, and they have the pronoun, the, the pronouns out. Pronouns. They got their pronouns out. So, and this, they, the, they, them I'm referring to, their name is PJ. So it's also like a very gender neutral name, but PJ yeah. presents very masculine, but will dress very like feminine. So like, pre- like facially presents masculine, yeah. but then like wears like very flamboyant, like fun outfits. And so, I mean, the kids don't bat it. The kids don't, kids don't know unless you tell them that that's weird. Like they Literally. have no idea. Like they have no idea. Also like it's funny because no, and like kids will ask questions that are like, might seem rude or something, but like no one expects them to like be gentle. Like no one expects yeah. kids to be like gentle about their questioning. I think PJ is a great person to be. And PJ's a receptionist at the school, like very forward facing role. And I think it's great because I think it just, it, it's such a, I don't know. I just think it's, it's something that wouldn't happen like 10 years ago. Like, I don't think, no, I don't think you would have someone like that at the front desk of the school. And now no. it's like, you kind of have to, if you want to be like in the progressive part of town. I mean, I honestly think, and like, I'm not complaining about this at all. Like, cause it's like, it's, it it's makes maybe, me feel it's maybe too gay. No, it's making me feel. So I've been applying to, well, I guess I shouldn't say that I'm applying to other jobs in public, but I just did. So um, <laughs> I've been applying to a lot of other jobs and a lot of the, a lot of the qualifications or what have you, like in the job description say like people gay? of, it says people of color, please apply. And I and like, tr- you're at the tanning salon every day. And then it always asks like, um, you're, it always asks like your, your, uh, race and your gender. Mm -hmm. And I'm always, every time I click on white male, I'm like, well, I'm not getting this job. You gotta say like, prefer not to answer uh, under gender to shake it up. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Just shake it up. I know. You make them wonder, but I'm always like happy in a sense. Cause I'm like, I like, I'm just like, I hope some like they, them of color got this job. Do you really? Well, it makes me happier than if like another white male got the job. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like no more room. Would for I a beat white you? Man. Yeah, like would I fight you to the death for this yeah, job? Yeah, hundred percent. One of my cousins, they're very conservative. I lo- I love my cousins more than anything. And she is so sweet and adorable. But her um husband is a, he's an attorney. But they're young. They're like very, very young couple. And he's like a young Republican. And um, we get along great because like we sort of like razz each other about like how staunchly Republican he is and how like liberal I am. Um, But he's just like he was taught. She was talking to me about how it's so hard for him to get a job because he's a white male. Yeah. She's like, you have no idea how tough it is. I'm like baby girl see but this is what i'm saying like baby girl baby girl no like we're it's okay like we're we can go through we can have a tough moment like it's fine like it's like not for not for him that's why all of those got he by the way got a job just fine but that's why all those guys Mm -hmm. piled into that car to try to kill some gay people whatever that weird thing that happened this week was was so weird so weird i looked at the pictures all the mug shots 
everyone like Tulsa, AI. Like, this weekend is like the big pride so like providence is known for its like pride celebration mm-hmm. like nationally or internationally it's like this weird big because they like they do it at night it's a big light thing but anyway everyone like goes to it usually so like at work everyone's always like are you going to pride are you going to pride and like i like no one's going this year because they're afraid to get shot in public i mean fair (laughs) fair it's very fair i remember when the when all the blm protests were happening in miami rex was like really little and um people were like are you going and i'm like are they like are you going are you bringing rex i'm like i would love to go However, mm. I'm not bringing, it was coronavirus. It was a crowd. It was like the potential of like ultra violence. And I was like, yeah. I want to be there. The potential but- that Lana Del Rey will perform ultra violence. That's why I'm going to pride though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to pride because she'll be performing right. ultra violence and I yeah. need to see it. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, I'm not. I think I should take Rex to pride. I think that'd be fun to get shot. In I think that. Well, the good thing about like Providence Pride is that they do have like it is an, it's an all weekend like daytime family friendly celebration, and then at night it turns into like oh, of course the gays, yeah. the gays want the families there. They want the families there because they want to show kids their dicks. Yeah. Interesting. So I bet yeah. there are a bunch of gender neutral bathrooms, right? Just dicks and vaginas oh. and you in can, betweeners. Are you kidding there? me? There are porta potties that both genders can use. Uh, the porta potties are see through. It's see-through. You have to no. It's actually just men in a line on their knees. You have to piss in their mouth. <laughs> Little gay leather piss daddies. Family-friendly yeah. leather gay piss daddies. Yeah, exactly. But you get a lollipop. If nothing you make says, it in their mouth. No, like nothing says like family, like a like a Tom's of Finland and a and a leather leather cap. Absolutely. But fucking. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So back to in and out. Thank you for listening. Um, okay, so well, I I thought it was like funny, however, triggering and inappropriate when the model was like, I can't, I have to shower and vomit. Yeah. Well, again, this was the 90s where the thing that is most important is to be th- as thin as possible. Don't exist. If you're a woman, oh, no. you should be able to like you should just be a straw. Like her not being able to use the straw. rotary phone too is really funny. Well, that was like. And that was a long time ago. That was like, I know. They were imagine, like kind of common. Imagine if I handed that to Rex right now. I don't even think Rex has ever seen a landline, let alone a rotary phone. I love a rotary phone. Oh, me too. My grandma had one. Oh, me, yes. <gasps> and it was so smooth. Or the best part, the best thing was using a pen to turn it. Honestly, like this is like like '90s kids. Like the ASMR was like exquisite in the '90s. Like everything was oh, ASMR. Every so I, you know what? I need to get a rotary phone from the internet and just do ASMR rotary phone. Not and if people, I can get there first. I know. Like people will just send in their phone number and I'll dial their phone number. I'll like chew like bubblicious gum really loudly, and just like do the rotary. With nails, with really well done nails, like front, like long, chunky French tips. Like I was thinking more like seventies nails, like like Michelle Pfeiffer Scarface nails. Yeah. The yeah. thing is, like, here's the problem with like if I do ASMR is I have like the ugliest hands. I need like long, beautiful. I know. Hands. I was thinking of selling feet pics, and my friend was like, "You have ugly feet." Let me see them. Well, I'll tell you, you the like, truth. No, I have like I I only have undies on right now, so I can't. Just show me your foot. Or I'm like, I'm ready. Oh, bad. I was expecting something like scary. No, I I don't know why he said that, but he just like I think maybe I would need to get a pedicure. Well, I have a I have Morton's toe. Trust the Morton's fisherman. The Morton's fisherman's toe fell off. I have it. <laughs> I battered it like a little fish. I know that it's Gorton's, everybody. Don't yell at me in my DMs. No, I have a Morton's toe, which is like when your second toe is longer than your big toe. Oh, that's like, I know, but that's like kind of common. No, I know it's common, but like, I think I can't tell if that's like in the plus or minus column for sending foot pics. I mean, my feet like stay kind of clean too. Yeah, that looks good. Zach's foot is totally fine, you guys. <laughs> so if you want, if you want a picture, my Venmo is in my LinkedIn bio. So just like send me Mine? 20 bucks. 
and you'll get whatever feet pick you want. I'll put it in anything. Mine don't look so good right now. I think Sloan, your feet look totally clean. Do they? Yeah. Did you just shower? I did. Are your toes black and blue or is that nail polish? It's my toe polish. Yeah. I think you could sell those. You think so? Just drizzle when some Sloan honey on I, them? When Sloan and I get together, we're going to do, we're going to put our the, the soles of our feet together. What do you think? I think that those are good. I don't know why you, you have a pinky nail. I do. I have a full pinky nail. That's what I'm saying. That's like a, that's five bucks right there. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying though. Um, right. They look good. Okay. They look bad. Couple more things. Um, okay. I loved Matt Dillon's speech. Which one? He gave like some it's like I love that he ended up being like the smart voice of reason at the end. Like, yeah. That was not called. That was like not expected. Not called for. Uncalled for. It was for. uncalled for. Right? Like someone should have shot him. <laughs> no, he um, he did a good. Per- I mean, I always like to see Matt Dillon in movies. Like more Matt Dillon in movies. More honestly. Matt Dillon. I think it's like straight. I understand the point that they were trying to make at the assembly where they were like, I'm gay, I'm gay. But what they were doing was like, it wasn't, the guy it was, w- wasn't what they thought they were doing. No. Like, I feel like the principal was like, like Bob Newhart was like, okay, so you're proving my point. Like, yeah. He's like, so they the he is, is making everyone gay. He's like, so I was right. Yeah. That's <laughs> in my notes. I'm like, so I think I literally wrote like, so he was right then to do I that. think what they should have done is stood up and been like, I had sex with him every single day and I'm not gay. Yeah, they so, should have been like, I'm not gay. I uh, they right, they should have been like, don't say gay, don't say gay. But don't say gay is so funny. It's so funny. Like it's truly like you're not doing what you think you're doing. I know, but the problem with the don't say gay, the one problem with the don't and there's say only gay, one the only, is that it's so it's so comical that it's very scary that it's real. That's the thing about most like conservative issues is it's like yeah. it's, it's like, not that listen like I understand like we've seen some really bad laws and things like that but they're always like kind of there's a darkness to them that's not funny. Yeah. The don't say gay thing is so doctor evil. <laughs> But, so but it's stupid but it's and so nefarious. real it's so nefarious the, like the pro like the problem with it is that it's it's very real it's past and it's real but it's so dr evil that it's like you're exactly right it is Dr. that's what's evil. so scary about it. that's what's like so scary we're like oh we're like actually living in an austin powers movie where like we could be blown up at any minute there's like sharks with freaking laser beams just like, like meryl dang. streep is the president from don't look up don't look up really scared me because it was just it's so real it was just a little it felt a little too real we did an episode on don't look up guys so if you haven't listened to it go listen to it oh it was was, armageddon double feature yeah it was armageddon and don't look up i actually think i like love the well i mean we did two movies that's true also there was like a really bad trope in this movie which we talk about a lot on housewives is vow renewals there was a vow renewal so you know they're getting divorced. Yeah, they are. I'd love a follow-up. I would love a where are they I now? Would, I would love to see um Kevin Klein's character married with people like with like teenagers, people in their 20s. Maybe they're in, gay. In and out too. In I N N back and in. out. In and out. Well, they're in oh, owners. They're in, in and out owners. Or in. they're in and out owners. They've they've bought a franchise of in and out burger. For- Okay, In and Out Burger. It's okay. called In and Out Burger. Okay, it's called In and Out Burger. In and Out Colon Burger. Okay, In and Out Colon Burger. Colon Calvin Colon In and Out the movie number two. Kevin's out again. <laughs> Put him back in. You know what's really funny out. about In and Out? It could be the same as like the it could be the Fast and Furious franchise where it's like In and Out, and then it's like In Five Out Four. <laughs> in, it's like In. It, I can't think of any. I know. I can't. In it's and like Out two, Tokyo. Two in, Drift? two out. Oh, that's a good one. Two in. Wait, two is that out. the new? Is the new one called like Too Fast, Too Furious, or is that One Too Fast, Too Furious is from two thousand and like. Three. Okay, what's the most recent one? Just Fast Furious, right? It's called F9. 
isn't there one that's coming out that's like that's it's not like F-10. the fast and the furious oh it's called fast 10 okay they have to like they have to stop this like they it's it's bad. literally it's the fast and the furious too fast too furious fast and furious tokyo drift fast four no then it's just fast and furious then fast five fast six furious seven the fate meaning f the <laughs> f8 of the furious so the fate oh of the furious God. and then the furious of the fate and then the furious the furiously fatal and then <laughs> i just made that one up but like if you guys want to use it universal studios go for it it's crazy how many people do you think sit around the table and then like, they announced that the 10th movie would be their final movie, but then they announced there were going to be two parts to it. I've had enough. Sloan, you want to know what I had enough of? What? I went to go see Jurassic World Dominion. You did? Okay, I but feel I'm like gonna... you sneak around and see these movies and don't tell me but I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to talk about the movie right now, but I am going to talk about a preview that I saw before. Is it for the Buzz Lightyear it's a, imperialism no. movie? <laughs> There's a DC superhero movie coming out, and the superhero is The Rock. How have no, they kept that under wraps? The, when that ever came on, I was like, what the fuck? Did you stand up and scream, enough! I literally enough! Said, I said, this has got to stop. It this has, has to got stop. to stop. I was talking about this with somebody, like, random the other day about... about the rock because they like loved him it must have been how did i get into a conversation with a stranger about the rock more likely than you think you either love the rock or you hate the rock well this person was in the same camp as us i kind of converted them because i was like i'm like i also think the rock has a really cute personality and very likable but i don't think he should be in every movie and they were like no you're absolutely right they can't and that's where i was like okay like we got one, we got one on our team. What did I, I, I just saw a preview that like, I can't remember what it was. Oh wait, since we're talking movies, have you been aware at all of the mo- It's weird that we're talking movies on this movie. <laughs> since we're talking shop, have you been, a, have you been keeping abreast of the Morbius of it all? <laughs> I I didn't going on with Morbius. I didn't see it, and I but I know what's going on with it. I heard that it was one of the worst movies, and then it got like the public like shamed the the movie people to put it back in theaters. So here's what happened: there was the movie was so bad. I I haven't seen it, and I will never see it. But the movie was apparently so bad. But Twitter trolls started going on, or heroes, however you want to look at them. They went on to Wikipedia, and faster than they, faster than the studio could change it back, they were like, they're like, Morbius is the best movie of all time, an unprecedented 297 percent critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, an audience score of 138 percent, never before done. Like they kept changing it. And then there were like all of these like memes that came out about it's Morbin time. And they were like, oh, man, when Jared Leto starts saying it's Morbin time. And like, it just like snowballed and like everybody started talking about like, and then it was like the most popular baby name of the year for boy and girl was Morbius. Like it just went on and on to the point where movie executives were like, wow, people love Morbius. It's everywhere. Like we need to re-release it. So they re-released it and it tanked again. And then all the Twitter world were like, no, 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 do it a third time. We promise we're going to see it this time. Please release it a third time. They haven't, but like. How good is that? Like, they just did not get the, like, the studio didn't get the joke. That is so chaotic. (laughs) You're telling me that straight old white men didn't get the joke online? No, they didn't know that it's Mormon time. People were like, hey, Carl, they're saying on the internet, they're 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 saying that they like the movie. There's 197%. There's a bunch of, of there's a bunch of meme. There's a bunch of memes about. Look at this. There's a Jared Leto meme. Yeah, it says <laughs> it's more. It says we should make Morbius 2 more bias. More, more oh, M-O-R-E. Hey, Rick, get in here. I mean, honestly, like I can't believe the power. That's like the power of the people, you guys. Bravo, if you're not on Bravo Twitter. Bravo, I think, relies solely on Twitter to do anything. 
Andy does not go anywhere without consulting the the like blogosphere. The, that's what I'm saying. It's wild. The power of like Twitter literally brought back Housewives of Miami, which was like a great call. Everybody was happy. I'm really excited to talk about Dubai with you this week. I have a lot of thoughts. I have like no thoughts, but I have a lot of thoughts about the fact that I have no thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, okay. We'll talk about it. Okay. We'll get there when we get there. Okay. Um, Well, I don't have any other than like the end credits being something that we just absolutely love. I have nothing else to talk about. If you are an end credit, if you're listening to this and you're an end credit, please just put, put the person and put their name on the screen. We want it. And if you want to give us a blooper reel, I'll also oh, even that. better. Zach, if I could have, what if when you get to heaven, okay, you die, you get up to heaven and God is there. And he says, Zach, you have two choices. You can either come to heaven and it's heaven or you go to hell. But before you go to hell, I'm going to give you every single text message that's ever mentioned your name. And I'm going to give you a blooper reel of your life. 15 minute blooper reel of your life. Which one are you picking? I'm Sloan on the text messages alone. I'm picking that. I know. How good is that? I would sit there and read with my readers on like. I got a monocle out. I'd be like, how's your service up here? Because I have some people to text. Although I'm a Scorpio, so I never text them directly. I would just like, I would do some sneaky shit. I said like the darkest thing to my friends the other day, like. I was in a morbid mood last week for obvious reasons. A Morbius mood? A Morbius mood. And I said, to, and my friends, like you always say to your friends, like, oh, when I go, make sure they do this or make sure they don't do, like, you, it's like a flippant thing. You like just say to people, you're like, when I go, make sure they don't bury me or whatever. I don't know if they say that. You know, like make sure. When I go to make sure they leave my body out in the backyard. and Make sure they leave my body out in the tan, tan, in the Tangiers in the middle of summer. <laughs> the um, Tangiers outlets. Yeah. But, and my friends, like, we were, like, we jokingly, like, said something like that. And I just, it was quiet. And I was like, but which one of us do you think will be left alone? Oh. It was, like, the funniest, most depressing mood killer. Don't you think that, the, like, being dark when, like, no, like, it, like making things awkward because it's dark is funny? Yeah, that's what makes me sad about, like, Rex doesn't have a sibling. Like, when Paul and I are gone, it's, like, that's his family. Be, like. His family will be like all of his hoes. That's true. That's a good point. All of his hoes on Mars. Yeah. Smart. Honestly, you have nothing to worry about. There. Yeah, he won't even be alive. Yeah, yeah, he won't even he be won't. here. None of us will. He'll be just he'll be like a floating soul. Like it'll I'm be I'm excited to see how we all die. It'll be exciting. It'll be <laughs> Will we podcast? I don't know, but they think that the thing is, is like every generation thinks that they're unique, that they live in a uniquely bad time. That is very accurate. People do think that. And it's always been bad. It's just, we have Twitter now, so it seems worse. No, it's so that I, I saw someone say, we all think that we, every generation thinks that, but the thing about our generation is, is that we are force fed constant negativity, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, nonstop blasted in my face whereas like 90 years ago it was the same bad it was probably even worse because like you could kill a black person in your backyard and no one cared and but they didn't know yeah it wasn't like the trending story yeah like you like there could be a mass shooting down the block but you were like "I, i don't know i didn't the fact that i wake up and the first thing i do in the morning before (laughs) i still play wordle which is an oh, absolutely no, I mean, like yeah, crazy thing of us obviously. to do. But then the second thing I do is I go on next door and I see how many gunshots Cheryl Ann down the street heard last night. How many loose dogs are out. I just want to start like, my day with anger. It's like to wake up in the morning and read just horrible shit. Multiple. It's like 12 children murdered in the classroom. And you're like, okay, I got to get my day going. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, they're wow. walking. It's He's walking overhead. Who? The walker. <laughs> Someone walked over me grave. Um, okay, I'm going to go watch Peaky Blinders. 
Okay. I'm very excited to hear your thoughts. Don't be on your phone because you'll like literally have to keep rewinding. Fuck. I know. All right. I'm going to go on my phone for like 20 minutes and then I'm going to watch Peaky Blinders. All right. Get a good dose of horrible news and get yourself in the right headspace to travel back in time for more horrible news. We love you guys so much. You can find us at Mummy Dearest Podcast on Patreon, unless you're already here on Patreon. Who knows? We don't know where this will be. And on Instagram, you can find me at Zach Mellon on every social media platform. I'm a whore. Send me money. Sloan, where can people find you? <laughs> they can find me at I am Sloan Steel at Oh My Erotica. That's both Instagram and on Twitter at Sloan Steel. And I guess I TikTok sometimes, like weirdly. Yeah, go to her TikTok. I added your TikTok in our LinkedIn bio. Oh my God. I mean, I'm never going to make it on there and I don't, really, I'm not our, really trying. So all of our links are in the bio. It's want you to be famous on there. Cause I would love to reap those benefits. Yeah. I mean, the second you don't have to do anything and I'll do it for you is the, we'll do it. Oh my God. That would be so good. I don't it's going to happen anything. someday. You can retire someday. Oh my God. I can't wait. Yeah. Okay. All right. Love you guys. Bye. I love you. Thanks for listening to the Mummy Dearest podcast. See you next time. And remember, don't read from the Book of the Dead. Will you sleep with me? What? Three years! Oh my God. Three years of sunsets and long talks and loving, supportive friendship. God. This is my wedding night! I'm there! I'm ready! This is a medical condition! Gee, thank you. But, um, I can't. Where are you married? Are you seeing someone? I I don't care! You're a man! I'm a woman! I'm gay.